Assalamu alaikum Welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. My name is John Fontaine and we're here joined with Dr. Muhammad Salah. Assalamu alaikum Shaykh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah, we've uh, been really progressing throughout the series and the past few uh, episodes we've been speaking about the nikah. And um, a part of the nikah is the mahar or the dowry, which we would say in English. Mm-hmm. What exactly is the mahar or the dowry from an Islamic perspective? Uh, the best reference to that is obviously the Quran. The Almighty Allah says in the chapter which he called women, the fourth chapter of the Quran, the whole chapter, the whole surah is called An-Nisa or the women. In, in the beginning of the surah, in the fourth ayah, the Almighty Allah says, وَآتُوا النِّسَاءَ صَدُقَاتِهِنَّ نِحْلَةً فَإِنْ طَبْنَ لَكُمْ عَنْ شَيْءٍ مِّنْهُ نَفْسٍ فَكُولُوهُ هَنِيئًا مَرِيئًا This ayah says it all and it explains it all, everything about the dowry. Give to the women whom you intend to marry their dowry. And this dowry is their wedding gift. You're not allowed to take anything out of it. It is for her to keep. So neither her father nor her family nor you as a husband have any right over this segment which is the dowry or what is known in in Arabic as Al-Mahr. Then the ayah says, فَإِن طِبْنَ لَكُمْ عَنْ شَيْءٍ مِّنْهُ نَفْسَةٍ Later on, if your wife decided to remit some of the dowry, or to forego some of it, or to give you a part of it, فَكُلُوهُ هَنِيئًا مَرِيئًا So enjoy it. It's perfectly legal. It's halal. But not through putting pressure on her. So neither the guardian, nor her family, nor the groom have any right in that part which is the wedding gift or the dowry. The wedding dowry is a must, but it is not a condition for the validity of the wedding contract. Okay. In other words, if they forgot to name and specify the dowry and they process the marriage contract properly, mashallah, the guardian gave his consent and since she was his first daughter he never gave any of his children in marriage before so he is un- unaware of that and uh, or as you know that in some cultures they don't really care and some other cultures the uh, guardian of the bride pays dowry to the groom <laughs> it's weird but yeah. this is what is happening yeah. so we say even if you process the marriage contract you still have to give her dowry But I know you're going to say, well, in this case, she's not going to get what she really deserves. Because in the case of negotiating the dowry before the marriage contract, uh, the girl, the bride, and her father and her family have a big chance of asking for a specific dowry. Mm. And that is her right, as long as they are not exaggerating. Mm. And it is subject to negotiation. Mm. And it is subject to acceptance or refusal perhaps the groom cannot afford it and guess what many grooms say no 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 this is very little actually i'm offering double or triple keep in mind john this is not a price for merchandise you're purchasing allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said that's her right and it's a gift but it's a must but you're still allowed to for instance if, if somebody is asking for a lot of money and maybe you can't afford that much you're allowed to kind of speak to them and maybe 
like uh, the price. You mean negotiate? Yeah, bargain? Nega- yeah, but it happens. I don't want to use the word haggle. <laughs> but, but, you know, just kind of uh, speak to them and discuss. Look what happens. Something that you can both agree on. What happens is there is something called Mahrun Mest. Mm. Mahrun Mest plays a very important role in determining how much should be the dowry. Mm. For instance, I said if a woman got married, her father and she, they never demanded any dowry. The marriage is valid, but he still must pay dowry. How much? Mm. We look for a girl who is like her, age-wise, from the same family, same beauty, same age, first time to marry or second time to marry. Uh, Her cousin, what was her dowry? She married a couple months ago. What the dowry was like 20 grand. Okay, that would be her dowry. We did not specify a dowry before the wedding. Egyptian... Uh, whatever it depends <laughs> it depends whom you're marrying and what are you marrying yeah bottom line is it's not a price yeah but it is something to appreciate mm. the woman mm. and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said nihlatan that's yeah. for her yeah not to be touched then he said so if the wife later on decided to give you a part of it or to give it entirely to you, mm. enjoy it. It's halal. Mm. Subhanallah. So, you know, is um, so the contract is still valid without the maha. So initially, Even though we do not, not intend to neglect yes. it or drop it. Yeah. But if it happens. What about if someone did intentionally? Neglect it. Like we still, this, we still have still to, we now. still have to state and mm. specify an amount of dowry, even mm. if they got married without a dowry, and mm. then uh, she will collect that dowry, mm. whether sooner or later. Mm. Sometimes a person cannot afford to mm. pay the entire amount. Um, you know, certain families mm. um, they demand a dowry, which is affordable, but that particular guy doesn't have this amount now. Because in order for him to buy the house or the mm. flat, it yeah. simply uh, grounded him. He doesn't have any cash. Mm. So he says, I agree. I'm going to mm. pay that much dowry. Mm. But not now. Mm. Deferred. Mm. It's called muakhar. So they can delay the can payment. Delay. The you can delay okay. entirely. You can delay a part of it. Mm. I as long as they have to agree on that. Yeah, one of my colleagues, he was, uh, mashallah, he is uh, the best surgeon in one of the states in, in the USA. And when he gave his daughter in marriage to somebody, right before the process of uh, you know, making the marriage contract, I asked about the dowry. Did you guys agree to a dowry? The guy is very well off, and he buys his daughter whatever she dreams of. Mm. And this guy, the, the, the groom, the future husband, was still a student. You know what he said? Sheikh, write it down one dollar. I said, one dollar? He said, yes, one dollar. That's very kind of you. But he specified a dowry. So there is nothing, there is no minimum, no, there is no maximum. Mm. Some people cannot afford it, so they say it's a wedding ring, alhamdulillah. Mm. And some people, you know how the kings and the princes marry, they give like, you know, several kilos of gold. They can afford it. Mm. No restrictions. Mm. But... In this respect, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa says, أَكْثَرُهُنَّ بَرَكَةً The marriage which costs less 
has more baraka in it. Mashallah. Yes, because it is not based on financial mm. aspects. It's based on mutual agreement, based on love, based on, you know, forming a family mm. so that we can have uh, yeah. uh, righteous children and so on. You mean that all of that is not considered in, in the case of the uh, dowry where it's very high? It is considered, but it's not a priority. Mm. What is causing uh, the unmarriage rate to be on the rise among Muslims nowadays, especially Muslim girls, is the parents who are very demanding. Mm. They say, no, my daughter will never marry anyone unless if he pays 50 grands. Who can afford 50 grands right now? Mm. Perhaps you're looking for an old man, for mm. a retired person. Mm. He collected his retirement, 401k, and he's ready mm. to, to pay that much. But a person who just started off his career, he just graduated, he's 22, he's 24, mashallah, nice age. He's making uh, 4,000, 5,000 a month. So after taxes, he is left off with 3,000, 3,500. And you're asking him for 50,000, how is he going to pay that? How is he going to pay the rent or the payment for the house, for the car, and for the jewelry and for the furniture? We gotta take it easy. Mm. We gotta have mercy on them. Yeah. You know? Yeah, because you know the the, the ideally the, we want to get them married. That's that's what we need to really try to get here. And we want to remove as many obstacles as possible really and make it easy for, for especially the young ones to get married. SubhanAllah. Sheikh, don't you feel that in this day and age that there are there is some exaggeration in the dowry? Like, you know, sometimes it marriage not only the dowry but the whole cost of the wedding and the dress and this that and the and the and they have a you know walima everything don't you think that it's become over exaggerated in this day and age you gotta keep in mind that some people can afford it and if they pay like a million dollar in in a wedding it doesn't really hurt them much but if they're doing it in a mm. lawful fashion like mashallah they're throwing a party mm. feeding a thousand people two thousand people with pleasure, mashallah. Mm. That's a very good way to start off your uh, marriage. It's like going for Hajj, John. You and I went for Hajj last year, alhamdulillah, shukurullah. You came and you saw me sleeping on the floor. Mm. There are some people who actually have uh, rooms in Mina. Mm. Rooms, okay? Mm. And king size bed. That's very expensive, that's very mm. costly. But guess what? They can afford it. Mm. They have a lot of money and they can afford it. Is it haram? No, it is not haram. As long as you're not borrowing in order to mm. throw this big party, if you can just to show it, off yeah. and say that, look at my uh, daughter's wedding. And as long as you're not bringing those belly dancers and singers and, and inviting everybody, men and women, to dance together mm. and free mingling, because this is definitely the wrong beginning. Mm. And uh, it's, it's an awful way to start off a marriage life because there is zero blessings in such marriage. Because instead of saying, thank you, Allah, uh, you challenge him through the wealth that he gave you. So mm. if, if, uh, if he use whichever amount mm. to um, make a walima and a wedding party in a lawful fashion, as long as it is in a way to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you can afford it, no mm. problem. Look what Allah the Almighty mm. says in respect of the maximum of the dowry. I guess we can discuss this later yeah, after the break, we'll, inshallah. We'll, we'll, we'll uh, come back to that in the next uh, segment, inshallah. So we're just going to have a short break. Make sure you join us in a few minutes' time, and we'll be back with the fit of love. <laughs> 
Assalamu alaikum salam. Welcome back to the Fiqh of Love. Assalamu alaikum, Sheikh. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Sheikh, just before the break, we were speaking about, you know, the amounts of mahar and things like this. And, you know, you said that it's okay, for instance, if you've agreed to pay a certain amount for the mahar, is it okay to pay later? Can you elaborate on this on this point? Sure. The deferred dowry, whether a part of it or the whole thing, we agree, number one, you have to name a dowry. Mm. That's a must. Mm. Even if you marry off a girl without actually agreeing to a dowry, then we have to stipulate that dowry. It's fizzimma. You have to pay mm. that much uh, of dowry. So if you guys agree to a certain amount and you cannot afford it now, and you guys agreed that you will pay it later on, it becomes mu'akhar. And this mu'akhar or this deferred a dowry is a loan. Mm. It's a debt that you owe your wife. In other words, it is you once you have it ready. Like, mashallah, your business prospered. And you owed the wife 20 grams, 50 grams, 100 grams. And now, mashallah, your business has prospered. And you're a multimillionaire. What are you waiting for? Some people, and this is pure culture, are under the impression that the deferred amount is due if I divorce her or whenever I die. Mm. No, that is not true. Okay. It's a loan that you owe your wife like you owe anyone else. So you have to pay that you, back. You wanted to get married, you mm. didn't have money, so you asked your brother, can he give me 50 grand? He gave you. Mm. It has nothing to do with uh, divorce or death. Mm. Once you have the money, you got to settle it. You got to settle that debt. Mm. So you tell your wife one day, honey, mashallah, I, um, I sold this, I made some money, and here is your deferred dowry. Mm. You don't wait in case of divorce. Mm. We have to go to court and present the document saying he owes me that much. Mm. What if the person didn't pay the dowry, the deferred amount, and he died? Mm. Again, in Surah An-Nisa, it explains how to divide the inheritance. Okay? Yeah. So normally the Almighty Allah says the division of the inheritance and the distribution of the inheritance happens after which means whether you died first, she died first before we touch the inheritance, mm. before we distribute the cash among the ears. We got to check out whether he wrote a wasiyah Mm. Whether he owed some money, mm. he owed it to the friends, to the state, to mm. the government, to the bank. Mm. So it's certain he owes that much. So we start paying off the debt, mm. certain of the debt. Mm. And number one, the debt of the wife, yeah. the deferred dowry. Yeah. So now the dowry, if the wife survives the husband and she didn't collect the deferred amount of the dowry, he dies. She will see she cures, number one, collecting the deferred amount of the dowry. And number two, when it comes to distributing the money which is left off, after settling the debt, she also has a share in the inheritance. Mm. And there is no overlapping. Yeah. Two different rights. Yeah. Okay? That's, that's important. So it is, a, it is a loan and it has to be paid as soon as possible, as soon as you have that cash. Um, Unless if she remits it entirely mm. or part of what. So if it if she forgoes a mm. uh, part of the dowry, fine. Mm. But if if she is demanding mm. her right, then mm. you must honor that. You must respect mm. that. 
and within your life you have mm. the means give it to her mm. so what we're speaking about you you're speaking about the you know there's no minimum there's no maximum um but i mean you know what if somebody doesn't want to give money can they give like a gift or something like that that is also explained in the sunnah you remember once we said that a woman offered herself to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam when the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam showed no interest politely and he uh, you know uh, apologized to her that he's not willing mm. to marry and so on one of the sahaba says well i'm interested he wanted to marry her and she didn't mind mm. so the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam says well find a dowry iltamis walaw khataman min hadid go and find a ring a wedding ring mm. so the man said oh i don't have any and he happened to be really poor he said even some clothes anything he mm. said well i have my izar you know how in hajj mm. we were ever in yes. izar this the, the towel would have around your waist mm. that's called izar The ihram consists of rida, a towel mm. on your shoulders, mm. and a, a lower towel you wrap, you wrap around your waist. Mm. So that's called the izar. Mm. So the man said to the Prophet ﷺ, "I have an izar." The Prophet ﷺ said, "Well, if you give her your izar, you'll be without any clothes." Mm. Then he asked him, "How many surah of the Quran you know by heart?" He said, "I know this surah and this surah and this surah," and he counted among them surah Watini was there too. He said, "Well." I will marry you both off provided the dowry will be to teach her the Quran that you know. So in this case the dowry was not material, was not cash, was not a car, was not a house, was not gold and silver or wedding ring. Rather it was a benefit. And the Quran also talks about that. You remember the story of Moses peace be upon him when um, Uh, Shu'aib invited him to reward him for uh, helping his daughters mm. to water the cattle and fetch water mm. for them. When she says, "Inna Abi yadu'uka liyajziyak ajra ma saqayta lana," so he went, and the daughter showed interest, and she said, "Abi, my beloved, that is ta'jir who hire him in the khair man istajat al qawil amin." So he he sensed that she's interested, mm. so he proposed to him. Mm. Shu'aib proposed to Moses, peace be upon him. He said. إني أريد أن أنكحك إحدى ابنتي هاتين على أن تأجرني ثمانية حجج فإن أتممت عشرا فمن عندك. He said Moses, and he's not a prophet yet, but he's a nice man. Okay, and he's an immigrant. He's a refugee. If you want to phrase it this way, he said Moses, I want to give you one of my daughters in marriage, and the dowry. So that is something known even before. Mm. Will be to serve me, to stay with us mm. and to work for us for eight years. Mm. And if you complete it, if you round it up, make it ten years, that will be very kind of you. So Moses, peace be upon him, agreed, and he married one of his daughters. And the dowry was to serve him, and he served him for ten years, ten complete years. So here the dowry was not monetary. He didn't give him cash. He didn't give him gold. He doesn't have any. Mm. He was very poor, you know. He mm. was a refugee, mm. um, so it can be a benefit. It mm. can be teaching the Quran. Mm. It can be a service, as well as those who are well off. We do not tell them how much dowry you should pay, mm. because the Quran says again in the same surah, Surah mm. An-Nisa, chapter number four, in the two consecutive verses, twenty-one, twenty, and twenty-one. 
The Almighty Allah says, وَإِنْ أَرَدْتُ مُسْتِبِدَالَ زَوْجٍ مَكَانَ زَوْجٍ وَآتَيْتُمْ إِحْدَاهُنَّ قِنْطَارًا فَلَا تَأْخُذُوا مِنْهُ شَيْئًا أَتَأْخُذُونَهُ بُهْتَانًا وَإِثْمًا مُبِينًا دِنْ وَكَيْفَ تَأْخُذُونَهُ وَقَدْ أَفْضَى بَعْضُكُمْ إِلَى بَعْضٍ وَأَخَذْنَ مِنْكُمْ مِيثَاقًا غَلِيظًا These two ayahs are very crucial for us to understand and comprehend in the context of marriage and the marriage contract, al-mithaqul gharid, and the dowry particularly. So the Almighty Allah says, if any of you decided to take another wife and divorce his wife, so if somebody decided to divorce his wife, he doesn't have any right to take anything out of the dowry that he gave her. Mm. Why? You already consummated the marriage? That's it. The entire amount is hers. Mm. How much was it? A billion? Two? Three? It doesn't matter. It's entirely hers. hers. That's why the Quran expressed mm. about the huge volume and the huge amount of dowry even if it is qantar, even if it is a, a, a mountain of gold, you're not allowed to touch it. You're not allowed to keep or take anything out of it. So when, when does a woman deserve half of the dowry? Well, that's a different story. That Allah the Almighty uh, uh, says that if you divorce them, مِنْ قَابِلِ أَنْ before he consummated marriage with them, فَنِصْفُ مَا فَرَضْتُمْ إِلَّا أَنْ يَعْفُونَ أَوْ يَعْفُوَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ عُقْدَةُ النِّكَاحِ So the ayah explains a very interesting concept, which is sometimes after processing the marriage contract, things doesn't go very well. But it happened before consummating the marriage. We spoke earlier, if the marriage is consummated, no matter how huge is the dowry, that's hers. You cannot take anything mm. out of it. Even if it is one day after the consummation of the marriage. Mm. As long as you're not interested. But if it happened before consummating the marriage, so the girl is still virgin, or you never touched her, in this case, she deserves half of the dowry which you guys agreed to. Mm. Unless if she remits it, if she forgoes it, or the guardian says, son, you didn't marry, you didn't take her, so take your money. We're not mm. interested. Thank you so much. We'll keep friendship. What constitutes actual consummation? Is, you know, is it merely just being in a room together and you don't know? Or what? what constitutes the mm. consummation of the marriage isn't only the sexual intercourse, mm. but also once they are alone behind closed doors. Mm. And that's why this consummation has to be announced. In what sense? Al-Ishhar. The Prophet said, Announce the wedding so that people know when they see John with a woman walking downtown in whatever boulevard or in downtown London, they don't say, oh, John has a girlfriend. Mm. Or how come the daughter of so-and-so is working with John? No, they mm. know that it was announced that they're already married. Mm. So once they are behind closed doors, even if, the, if, if there is no sexual relations, mm. that is uh, officially consummating the marriage. Jazakallah khair, Sheikh. SubhanAllah, very beneficial episode. I'd like to thank you for, for, for all that information. Jazakallah khair. And uh, inshallah, we'll be back next time for another episode of the Fiqh of Love. Make sure you join us next time. And I hope you're all getting so much benefit 
Salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.